Hello and welcome to another episode of the Lonely Reviewer Show. I'm Vache. And I'm Justin. And uh, here we are for episode three. Episode three. We're back. Who um, knew? Who knew yeah. we would make it to episode three? Uh, I didn't think we were going to do it. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, it's funny because in the last episode we were talking about how it wasn't going to be a very bad winter. And sure enough, we got two think, feet of snow. Yeah, I think maybe a week or two later, suddenly it was the worst winter in <laughs> Boston history. Like, yeah. At least that, top six. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. yeah. That's what we get for predicting. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're not. This isn't the Weatherman show. It's the exactly. Lonely Reviewer show. Yeah. Um, no, and then it was nice, though, because it snowed last Friday, and I left for work to Florida, so it was really nice, like springtime down there, and I came back, and all the snow's gone. So yeah, hopefully, so we took care of business. Hopefully, it stays that way. Yeah, uh, knock on all <laughs> sorts of wood. <laughs> um, so, yeah, with that being said, you want to start the show? Sure, yeah. I got a beer for us to drink while we while we chat. Um, so I don't know how into barley wines you are. Do you know anything about um, them? The only barley wine I've had is the Anchor. Anchor has one. Okay. Um, I think it's just, what is it? It might just be called, or barley, barley ale, barley wine ale. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember the name, but yeah, I've had that one. Barley, barley wines are one of my favorites. So this one's from a uh, 21st amendment who out and I think they're in San Francisco, yep. definitely California. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know? Yeah. I, I walked by there. Oh, did you? I was down there. Oh, yeah. cool. They're definitely on my list of uh, places I want to visit. Their yeah. beers are awesome. I didn't have time to go in, but yeah, it's cool. And I, the only beer I've had from them is the water, uh, Heller, Heller, Heller Watermelon. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. really good. It is. I like that one a lot. Because you would think that... I think you reviewed it, actually, on yes. your site. Yep. Um, and I think I commented when I saw that. Because I, when I saw it, I don't usually like flavored beers like that. And I saw that. I'm like, mm, you know, yeah. it could, could be good. And it's, it was really yeah, good. Yeah, it's not overwhelming with like the fructose and Right. It's not a sugary... Juice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the watermelon wasn't overpowering. Yeah. So, so yeah. This is... Uh, it's called Lower de Boom, which is sort of unfortunately titled because it makes me think of that Kevin James movie Here Comes oh, the, bring, boom. Bring the Boom. Yeah. <laughs> they filmed that Which, in Boston. Did they? Yeah. Oh, doesn't make it right. <laughs> um so yeah. It's cheers. very strong, yeah. Yeah, it's uh it doesn't have as much like the the anchor one is a lot strong. Like it feels a lot stronger. Like it's yeah. more kick. Like this yeah. goes this, down a little smoother. It's got a little bit of an alcohol burn, but yeah. it's not overwhelming in the flavor. It's yeah. actually stronger than the nose. Um, it's very good though. I like it. Very good. Cool. So, cheers. Hey, cheers. Where else can we hear about awesome beers? On my blog? Is that what we're doing? That's, I'm plugging you right now. <laughs> I'm plugging early? All right. Yeah, I'll give you the website later, but yeah, I got a blog. There's a teaser for you. <laughs> Stick around. Um, we're also going to be giving away um, codes for free Redbox rentals. Um, yeah. We had a generous email from some people over at Redbox, so stay tuned for a little... Not too long. We're not going to make you wait. We're going to tell you how you can win um, a free rental from Redbox. Very so. cool. So, speaking of predictions and us being terrible at them, how did you do with the Oscars? I actually, it was my worst. Uh, it was my worst year for co- like correct predictions. I think I got seventeen out of twenty really? something. Yeah, so definitely not the best year. Um, but <clears throat> excuse me, I probably shouldn't do that in the mic. Um, I, overall, like, there's been a lot of you know criticisms of the like picking Seth MacFarlane and all that, but I yeah. I felt like. He was a good host, and there was a good balance of ridiculousness and, you know, class. Like, there was a little bit of class in there, a little yeah. bit of ridiculous. I thought it was a good balance. Cool. I mean, people, the offensive or whatever, everyone was all offended by his <laughs> some of his songs or whatever, which, which I'm is, sure you read about. Yep. But. Kind of surprising, because it's Seth MacFarlane. I don't yeah. know what you were expecting. You're right. <laughs> and so, I wasn't that 
shocked by anything that he did. Um, maybe maybe the the boob song or whatever was yeah. might have been a little. That, I mean that at that point I was a little, but it was opened with William Shatner. I mean, come on, that's Captain <laughs> Kirk. Like it was awesome. It's a solid lead in. <laughs> yeah, no, it, I I was. Thoroughly entertained, probably laughed more at this telecast than any telecast in the last three years. Really? Um, the musical stuff, I didn't think they did a great tribute to because the whole theme was like a tribute to musicals, and I didn't think they did a good one because they paid tribute to Chicago. And That's yeah, random. That's... But but it was the telecast was actually produced by the producers of Chicago. Oh, so I guess hmm, if you're in the know, yeah. Something a little strange about that. <laughs> We're going to pay tribute to our own Best Picture movie. Yeah, well, I guess they know it. <laughs> it seems strange, though, because there weren't any musicals this year. No, Well, right? um, Les Mis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That one. <laughs> yeah, so it was Les Mis, um, Chicago, and I forget what the third, another pretty recent one. So, like, you would think they would have done, like, Sing in the Rain or something, but yeah, yeah. Not, nothing like that. Huh. Yeah, it was all pretty, pretty recent. Interesting. Things. Yeah. So, overall, you know, my predictions were totally off just because everything was was really screwed up but i'm glad affleck got it for argo because i really like that movie cool did yeah. you uh um like the jaws the use of jaws to get the people off the stage you see it was like funny the first time and yeah. then they kept doing it it's like okay pick a different music cue you know <laughs> like it was the same cue so that kind of annoyed me I guess. yeah i don't know i i didn't watch it i barely paid attention to it i know seth MacFarlane sang a song about boobs but <laughs> i haven't seen it haven't listened to it I did hear about the Jaws thing, and it came across, my initial impression was it was kind of dickish. Yeah. It's sort of like this, I don't know, I, I, I know the Oscars get a lot of flack for being pretentious and over the top and Hollywood, but I kind of view it as Hollywood's like annual good job party. Yeah, you know, like I, I, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we have them at work, too. I mean, we have sales awards right. once a year where we get people together and applaud the jobs well done and what we thought people did well. So it seems odd to like make fun of them for doing this. I mean, yeah. the only thing that's different is they're, they're televising it, but... That's only because we want to watch. So, <laughs> right, right. So it seems weird that you know it gets all sorts of flack for that. Um, but yeah, the the idea of using the Jaws theme seemed sort of like. Well, it just like the first time it was like okay, that's kind of funny enough, but you didn't need to use that as constantly, a, yeah, constant yeah. cue. Like yeah. you know, I mean, and and especially when they cut off the people that were accepting the award and their their studio was shutting down like did you hear about that no so the people that won the visual effects award for life of pi um they like i guess their studio went bankrupt and they were going to talk about it like they were using their oh, to talk really? about like all these visual effects studios shutting down and they were cut off by the they were actually just cut off, straight cut off like the just theme started he went into it and they cut him off and it's really? like really yeah that was that wasn't very nice yeah that's kind of taggy yeah but i mean overall i thought i thought it was a good yeah do you know how well it did like viewers Uh, i think it had the most view i i want to say it had the most views in a while i thought i heard it It did pretty well so i mean obviously mcfarland did his job yeah yeah. got the younger viewers and people are talking about it still so yeah yeah exactly so hey they, they did a good job yeah um so I'm gonna I'm gonna give a time to give away some cash money. I'm gonna give away some yeah some rentals from Redbox. <laughs> so uh, I'm gonna have a I think maybe we'll do another opportunity to in the same podcast. But the okay. first the first contest uh, I'm gonna take the first two people to get it right. Um, I want you to tell me how many degrees of separation between Kevin Spacey and obviously Kevin Bacon. So I'm gonna take the first two correct answers, and I'm gonna. Do, do you want the movies? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah the movies and okay. how like I want that whole. You thing. want the whole human centipede. And exactly. How to get to it. Exactly. All right. 
Um, and you're going to email that to redboxcontest at lonelyreviewer.com. All one word? All, all one word, yeah. Redbox contest, no spaces, all that. Um, and yeah, I'll email you back if you're right and with a code so you can get a free rental from Redbox. Cool. Not, That's not pretty bad. neat. <laughs> That's pretty nice. Yeah, thank you, Redbox. Yes. Um, so what what is so what are you uh what's going on with Moot? What have you been seeing lately? Uh so Netflix has kind of been taking over the the conversation, at least for the month of February. It actually I think a conversation sort of died down at this point. And that may be a point to to talk about in this. But uh back in the beginning of February, Netflix released House of Cards, their original series. Um it's a remake of a British series, uh, which I think is actually based on a book or a mini series <clears throat> or a series of books or something. Um and the big talk was Netflix basically trying to revolutionize television seasons. Basically saying people want it on demand. They want a whole season out, watch it in chunks all the way through once a week, however they want to do it. It's it's, it's their decision. Um, so I, I bought into it. I want to check it out. And I think they have, you know, the, the House of Cards is kind of a precursor to uh, the upcoming Arrested Development season, mm-hmm. which I'm very much looking forward to. Um, but... It kind of struck me as interesting. I don't know. Have you watched it? Have you? I have. I have not watched House of Cards. I definitely was intrigued about it, and I was following what people were saying about it. Um, so, are you interested in the show itself, or are you interested in the format? Both. Both. I, I think. I think it's. I think that you know, TV and film is this thing that's completely changing, and it's funny because I just got my um, cable bill, and it's skyrocketed last month because all my promotions ended, and I'm like, ugh, like, do I want to just straight right. up cancel it and shift to watching stuff exclusively online, like just right. pay for the internet thing? So everything's changing, like how you get media is completely changing, and I think that it's cool, and I definitely appreciate what they're like because it's a total experiment. It's the right. wild west; absolutely, they don't, they don't know what's going to work. Absolutely, I don't think that putting it all online at once was the best idea because, like you said, the conversation has sort of died now because everyone probably watched it right already. within a week, and now, yeah, and that's kind of the biggest thing that I noticed with it too. It was like this very exciting thing, and I could watch it on my own pace, and I thought it was great, but now. You know, having consumed the entire, I think it's 13 episodes, something yeah. like that, um, within the span of like a week and a half, I have another year to wait before it's before out. The of, ne- yeah, yeah, exactly. That's, that's There's something to be said for it being metered out. Um, because like it's a conversation, you know, you watch like like when Lost was on, you know, you would mm-hmm. see something crazy and then you'd go to work and people would be talking right. about it or you'd be talking about it with your friends. Like, right. And I think that's actually the bigger thing that I, I think is a deterrent to this whole idea of an entire season available immediately. And it's for viewers, you know, just casual viewers having conversations with one another. You have no idea where someone is in the, you right. know, at that point in the series. But even broader, it's kind of a difficult conversation for reviewers, for places like lone reviewer right. how do you review this do you review this as a whole season right do you right. review this episode by episode you can't really do that if you know people are going at a different pace right it kind of throws the whole scheme off um you know maybe that in sounds like that's by design and the, the industry is gonna have to catch up to it if that's you know we decided this is the way to go right um but it's it, it is actually it's it almost makes it harder to talk about it. You know, you're excited about it. You want to share it. And, you know, and I think a large part of, for me, what the interest in House of Cards was, was the, the format. You know, this idea that I can, I love pounding through seasons. So, right, right. Um, yeah, for someone, because you, I mean, how much stuff do you watch on TV? Do you watch right, anything? Not, not, yeah, a handful of things. See, I'm like, I'm sort of, I'm probably watching more TV than movies lately. Yeah. Because like, it's. 
you know, with how busy everything is, all the stuff I'm doing, like if I don't go see a movie in theater and I'm just at home, I'm yeah. way more likely to, you know, turn on my TiVo and right. watch the latest show that I've been right. TiVoing. Yeah. But I have, yeah, I mean, I think for you, it's probably a better format. Potentially, yeah. I mean, I, you know, thinking back to television watching history for me, I caught up with Breaking Bad this way. You know, mm-hmm. I, through Netflix, caught up with the old seasons and now I'm up up to speed with everyone's and then you know i i wouldn't want to watch it wait for the season the next, the next, next season, half of the season yeah. to come out on netflix um so it, it, it's i don't know that this is the future mm-hmm. you know i think it's it actually like i said kind of stifles the conversation a little bit definitely just, yeah um because imagine like right now like people like you would still be talking about oh, i can't wait till next week's episode right you know? exactly and then that would get other people to watch it because now the conversation's gone and i almost like until you brought it up today like i kind of forgot, forgot that, that it existed yeah. yeah i had it to my queue but i haven't even paid it any attention right everyone was all excited about it like the first week oh this is awesome such a good show oh it's all it's all on netflix and then that's it crickets yeah yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and it's a lot of money. I got to imagine that this is not financially feasible for everyone to do. You know, were there ads on the on that or no? no. Nothing. Nope. Nothing. Yeah, nothing. I, I wonder how. I really do wonder, like, how much Netflix is making. Like, I know they're a public company right. on that, but yeah, like, they probably paid for the show or yeah. part of the yep, show. They paid for the the show out of pocket. Yeah. So how you know how are they making their money back on that? Not right. off ten dollars a month. Right. I know? can't imagine. <laughs> I mean, it, this is this is a sharp looking show. David Fincher directed the first three episodes. Yeah, yeah. You got Kevin Spacey. You got some big big uh, Robin Wright. You know, you got some big names in here, and it looks sharp. So mm-hmm. you, Joel Schumacher did a couple. Oh really? Yeah. It's it's, it's a really good looking show. You know, so the money's on the screen and in the the performances. Right. Um, I, do you, do you do Hulu Plus? Or you, I don't, you know, not yet. So, you know, I considered it as yeah, a way yeah. of kind of leaving cable behind, much like you said. I, yeah. For what the you amount saw, of TV you saw watching? Cable? Yes. Yeah. yeah. For the but the, for the amount of watching that I do, I don't know that it's worth it. Right. But I hate to give up AMC just because Mad Men's coming back yeah, and Breaking Bad's yeah, coming that's back. True. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, now, now you brought a good up. You brought yeah. a good point. <laughs> I can't not be part of that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna call RCN and see because usually, uh, yeah, RCN is my provider. I I switch. I use them against each other because all you can get in this town is Comcast and and RCN, RCN and yeah. I think Verizon, but it's not FiOS. And I'm really happy with my internet speeds way more than I was on Comcast. And but you know the it's all about the price, right? right. So you know I usually play. You know I have I have a bunch of of. Um, spam mail or whatever from comcast saying you sign up and it's this much so i'll call and be like well comcast is gonna give it to me for this much you guys either because ma- well the last time i left rcn they gave or tried to leave rcn they gave me like four months free really yeah they were like well please stay okay. wow that's <laughs> yeah. impressive oh yeah comcast did the same thing for a while like they were they kept pushing it down but then it would go back up and i would call again and then they, like finally i think they were like okay we're done we're done playing with this guy and, then, and so i just left like i i played uh I put on the best poker voice, not face, I guess. But, um, didn't work. The last no, time. didn't work. So no. I had to. The tighter your games. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're like, this guy, he just keeps coming back. <laughs> Gotta get a new name. I know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I am excited about Arrested Development. When is that supposed to start? Have I think said? it's May. I could oh, be man. wrong about yeah. that, but I'm pretty sure it's May. And, I, you know, th- th- that's kind of different because it's. From what I understand, it's the last season. They're not gonna. They're not pursuing more seasons after this. Oh. Uh, from what at least Netflix isn't. From what I understand, last whatever his name, Reed Hastings. Yeah. Uh, he kind of said that this was kind of a, a one shot deal. Interesting. Um, yeah, I think he, from a strategic perspective, it makes sense. You know, the 
the internet's been clamoring for more seasons or a movie for I don't know how long now. So yeah, um, so it made sense to capitalize on that. I mean, obviously everyone's going to watch, so you got subscriptions up. It's a gangbusters idea. So definitely, yeah. um, that makes more sense because it's one and done, and people will be caught up, and you know, I'm, that's the kind of show you devour immediately anyway. Yeah, so yeah, I was just getting excited about it recently because I I forget. Oh, I like watched one of those um, Arrested Development like. Uh, montages that someone made on YouTube. Oh, nice. I was like, man, I can't. I like, I forget how awesome that show is. Yes, yep. <laughs> I'm, I'm already looking forward to going back and rewatching to oh, lead yeah, into season to. four. Yep, <laughs> you definitely yep. have to. Um, cool. So yeah, so, so the, the internet, man. That's it's. Oh well, actually, that other note that I put down because now everything's changing for mainstream Hollywood too. And uh, this week Vimeo announced that they were going to start letting their pro members like charge and put stuff on really for, for videos online. So I could make like a, a film, like a film that I did a few months ago. Like I could have put it online and you know, for 99 cents you could watch it on demand or, you know, I, I forget exactly how they're working it out, but interesting, you know, everything's changing and yeah. you know, us, people that make stuff make content for people like they right. need a way to get it out there and right. also recoup know. some costs yeah because we yeah. put a lot of money into it yep. and you know it's it's amazing that that's that kind of stuff is happening yeah it's an it's, interesting it's, idea i wonder how well it'll work yeah that's the thing i you mean v- vimeo is a very niche you know website like right. it's, it's usually the more artful stuff with the the films you right know. youtube is more your people getting hit in the nuts your, your, your <laughs> cats, cats. Yeah, yeah your cat videos and i have i have a lot of content on there and i've mm-hmm. got you know i make a little bit of i guess advertising money off that but you know it's yeah. not the best form right. right i don't want to put something like that on there and then cheapen it with you know what like a stupid ad or yeah a exactly ad. Like yeah. It, it, so Vimeo, it's cool that vimeo has that option now. yeah it's, a, it's an interesting idea i think much like kickstarter it almost demands a built-in fan base first mm-hmm. before you can start really right making money yeah. off of it joe schmo can't go put his right short exactly film on there and expect right. to make money but right. like kevin smith can right, right. <laughs> yeah so it could be interesting huh definitely yeah no, it'll be interesting. I mean, like I said earlier, like it's a Wild West thing. Everything's changing. The right. whole dynamic of of how people pay and get content. Because I, I don't know about you, like I'm willing to pay for content. Oh, absolutely. Like, and you just have to make it easy for me. Yep. Look, look, just look how much I've spent on apps in the past three years. <laughs> like, I don't want to know. You know and at 99 cents, it just adds up. Yeah. And it's like stuff that I probably play or use a couple times and yep. then I get bored Walk of. Walk away. Yeah. yeah. But at 99 cents, it's like, oh, big deal. But yeah, I got a buck. Yeah. yeah. You multiply that. Yeah. With One a day for how many days? Yeah. No, I'm not that bad. <laughs> I think the first year I added it up and it was like $160, something stupid. That's like impressive. That. I was like, why? <laughs> but I bought like a few. Thirty dollars. Like I bought um like a remote control oh, yeah, app for yeah. computer, like which cost me. So that was pushed up by a couple apps. Yeah, but. that makes sense. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Um. So are we gonna do another? Oh, do another. Oh yeah, hold another on. Trivia thing. I, I gotta think. You, you kind of. Yeah. I know. I threw that out there. You threw that out there. But I need to. I, need to, <laughs> I don't actually have a, a I don't question. Have, yeah. Wait. No. I'll think of something real fast. Okay. All right. Um. This D. W. Griffith movie was his follow-up to Birth of a Nation. Oh, interesting. Um, and it was a silent film. Please tell me what the name of the movie is. Really? See, that's, that's, yeah, that's an easy one. It's pretty just, Googleable. You go, to, go to the IMDb and look it up, and right. you got it. Uh, and I'll take the first correct answer on that one. <laughs> cool. So we're giving away three <laughs> yeah, this episode. Yeah, three this episode. All so right. that's uh, um, Redbox Contest at LonelyReviewer.com. 
Cool. And uh, yeah, I'll send you the code. Be the first. Awesome. Um, so, so, what are you watching? Kind of wrap well, things up. So to wrap things up, what I've been watching, um, and the reason I had the Kevin Bacon question earlier is because I've been watching the following on Fox, uh, and I freaking love that show. Do you? It is probably the most violent show uh, on network television ever. I mean, it is brutal. It really? Is, it is a brutal show. And and Kevin Bacon is such... It kind of reminds me of when Kiefer Sutherland came to uh, 24. Oh, like, cause, yeah. Because he, he wasn't a TV actor. Right. And it sort of started the second round of his career. And I love 24. Yeah. This yeah. isn't like 24. I'm not saying that, but... No, career-wise. Like, career-wise, like Kevin Bacon probably like, you know, I'm about time. It's time for a steady paycheck. And yeah. maybe I can contribute to the... You know, well, Kira Cedric has been doing it. So, no, that's yeah. right. what show is she on? She's on. Uh, was it the Closer or oh, yeah, Damages yeah, or yeah, something? Yeah, one of those, yeah, yeah. One of those TNT TBS. She's probably like, look, this TV stuff is yeah. great, Kevin. You should do it too. But he's he's like he's such an awesome guy. To, like I I really do love that guy. Like, yeah, great well, actor. It's, it's hard not to like him. Yeah, he's. I mean, from, really good. And I, you know, some of his decisions for a while were kind of strange. It seemed to be a lot of touching kids <laughs> roles. But oh yeah, <laughs> but he's he's just like he's got this intensity like kind of to go back to my Kiefer Sutherland thing like he's he plays his cat because his character on the show is flawed you know sort of like um Dr. House on mm-hmm. House duh. uh <laughs> you know he had the drug addiction this right. character has the has a drinking problem and he's okay. haunted by these like ghosts of the past and you know there's this really evil evil character as the the villain and you know it's a it's a serialized show so every episode is connected and cool you know, there's just some cool imagery in it. It's shot really well. I'm really liking it. Cool. I'm yeah. about, I think it's episode six, maybe episode six or seven, but. Are you up to date? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. It's a great show. No, I like it. Yeah. Everyone in it is awesome. The girl in it is from Law and Order. I forget her name, but she's really good too. And yeah. Cool. What, what are right. you watching? Uh, so I don't know why I decided to do this, but for whatever reason, a week or two ago, I kind of got it in my head that I wanted to reread Watchmen and then rewatch the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, back when 2009, when the movie came out, I went and saw it, and I had read the comic before, but it had been a while since I'd read it, so it wasn't entirely fresh in my mind. Um, it was fresh enough that I understood the movie and could kind of go through it, and you know, I had my thoughts on it, but. I wanted to do a real side because the biggest criticism or one of the biggest criticisms of the film was that it's too indebted and too kind of um, driven by the, the comic. So I wanted mm-hmm. to see if that was true, you know, that kind of that kind of thing. So right, I'm probably a little over halfway through both right now. Oh, nice. Um, so, I'll, so you're like you're watching it then reading. And I'll read. It. Yeah, I'll read. And then the next day I'll kind of go and watch up until the point. It jumps around a little bit, but it's it's pretty true to the comic hmm. um, for the most part. So. Uh, I still haven't seen that movie actually. I really? Because I, I wanted to read the comic first, and I right. got the comic as a. I think I got it on Kindle. On, okay. Yeah, I bought it on, on the Kindle store, and I read it, and it's really awesome. Oh, it's amazing! I'm actually enjoying it much more than I think I did the first time or second time that I read it. Because a lot happens in it. And yes. It's, a little... it's very dense. It's. I'm actually starting to see what people mean by it being unfilmable. Um, right. Just because of the whole, the, everything is involved in it, and there's the pacing that is driven by the panels, but also by you, the reader, that is completely lost in, in the movie. Because you, it's real time. You, know, you, you right. can't slow a movie down and go back and check something out, which is real. Really, kind of drives the comic, the ability to do that. Um, so yeah, so I'm, I'm probably like I said, probably about halfway through it right now, and I'm definitely 
disappointed in the movie so far. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Did you like the movie the first time? I was I was fine with it. It wasn't anything that great, but it was. I, I didn't hate it like a lot of people did. Right. Um. I I thought it was I thought it was fine. I, I still stand by that. It's it's fine. I actually think for me personally, the the music is what's killing the movie for me right now. Mm. The musical cues are a little kind of on the nose or too much. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. So yeah. So it's it, it, it's a fun experiment though. Yeah. I mean, if you're gonna do that, it, that's the comic to do it with. Interesting. So. Are yeah. you are you looking forward to Superman? I actually, kind of am. Yeah, I'm. I'm a little curious to see. I, Zack Snyder, Snyder, and I are. I'm pretty indifferent to him. <laughs> I think Watchmen's the, the best movie that I personally you, have seen I of his. See, I actually, I don't, haven't seen 300. Didn't see Watchmen. The only movie by him I've seen is uh, Dawn of the Dead. Oh really? I think that's the only. That, yeah, he did that. Yeah, that's yep. the only movie that I've yep. seen by him. That was pretty good. Yeah, I thought that was, it was pretty good. good. Yeah, I think. I, yeah, I think Watchmen was a little bit. I I I love the original Dawn of the Dead, so I kind of have that. Right, kind of hanging over me. I can't, for whatever reason, I tend to get annoyed with people who can't let go, and for whatever reason, I just, I, I really enjoy that one. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I haven't seen Sucker Punch. I saw Three Hundred. That was fine. See, he just—it's funny because if you look at his movies, especially Three Hundred, like I, I expected him to be like this bro. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. You know? And yeah. But he's like a dorky guy, just like anyone. Sort of, and, yeah. and I was like kind of surprised by that. I don't yeah. know why. Because yep. I, I think I watched an interview. I gained a lot of respect for him after I watched an interview with him. I'm like, oh, okay. He's totally not what I thought he was going <laughs> to yeah, be. Not, you know? No Brett Ratner. No, yeah. That's what I... Because I'm like Brett Ratner is who you would expect yeah, to be yeah. in a movie like 300. Yeah. But. yeah. I'm curious about Superman. I, I, there's enough in it that it... Yeah, I mean they're making it like because a flawed character is much more interesting, right, and they're right. definitely in the by the trailer like they're making him right have issues, and that's a more interesting movie to watch. Absolutely, yeah, it should be interesting. I agree. Cool. Well, we've come to the end of another episode. Yeah, this was a long one. Yeah, twenty twenty five minutes. Ago. Oof, that's yeah. hard, people. <laughs> With the song, this is going to be twenty seven minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we appreciate you guys listening. Hopefully, Absolutely. you participate in our contest and uh, look on the site for more opportunities to get Redbox codes because I have a lot of them. Um, and uh, so, if you found this somehow in the iTunes, you, you don't know what this podcast is about. It's part of the LonelyReviewer.com website. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at Lonely Reviewer and find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Lonely Reviewer. Um, and you can follow me, Vache, at Vache A on Twitter. Uh, that's V-A-T-C-H-E-A. And you can follow me on Twitter at, at another underscore glass, which is tied to my beer blog, which we discussed in the beginning, which is another-empty-glass.blogspot.com. Nice. Um, and stay tuned. Episode four, I think, I mean, I don't know. I'm going to, well, it's going to be a good episode. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, I, I didn't want to <laughs> commit myself, but no, we're probably going to talk about the Independent Film Festival of Boston cool. because that's coming up um, in the month of April. So Excellent. stay tuned. And if you uh, like the show, comment on the blog, check out the blog, check out Justin's blog, and we'll see you next time. All right. Take it easy. <laughs>